0: All right, guys, huge episode this week. We dive into the NBA playoffs. The wild seem dead in the water. And uh, we wrap up the Premier League season. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing excellent.
2: I'm doing very well, man. And yourself?
0: I am doing better than Minnesota sports are. Um, but that's usually the case.
2: Mhm, mhm, mhm. Yeah, struggling. Not,
0: not difficult to do. No, it's usually pretty ugly. Um, yeah. So, here we go, guys. Lots to talk about today, but before we dive into the hot sports takes, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at East Podcast. Also subscribe anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts from and get the Northeast Podcast directly to your phone, or your device each and every week for free. What a deal. Five-star review it, too.
2: Yeah. And tell a friend. Tell your, tell your people, man.
0: Yeah. Tell people who you're like, oh, yes. Like, that makes me think of this person every time they crack me up, which is like 100 times an episode. So, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's cool. cool. All right, guys. So, we are drinking some beers in our homes. What are you guys drinking tonight?
2: All right. I'm over at Falling Knife. Uh, we like these guys. This is a weird beer. This is a – they call it a triple berry cyclone. Uh, those berries are strawberry, blueberry, raspberry added some vanilla, Um, tasty beers, surprisingly light, like pretty easy to drink. So um, not really a sour beer. It's like a fruited ale. I am into it. Another banger from Falling Knife. How about you guys?
1: I'm at Venn, Venn Brewing in South Minneapolis. This is a limited release. They're Azaka, IPA, A-Z-A-C-C-A, Zaka, I'm not really sure. Never heard of that hop before. It's a New England IPA featuring these hops and it's really delicious. I like it.
0: Not bad for an $8 crawler. Sweet. All right, guys. Um, I'm having a really interesting beer. It's got Sabro hops. Have you guys heard of those before? Sure. Uh, some of my favorite flavors. Uh, pineapple is included, some coconut. This is the Dino-Hon. Dino Hop. <laughs> Dino. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Straight week. Wow, that's impressive. When I heard pineapple, I should have been triggered and known. <laughs> and the coconut. Why? How did I fall for this again?
0: Dino holiday. It's back from falling knife.
1: I was wondering why he was being so cagey when I was like, "Oh, Eric, do you need to get your other beer?" He's like, "No, I got one. I should have. I should have been onto it right there." Dino holiday should
0: have been six mind All right, guys. I'll fall for it every time. All right, we have a warm up today, Ryan. How are we going to get these muscles all uh, warm and stretched out?
1: Okay, so this is a dumb question that would never happen, but. Let's say you guys came into a bunch of money, like lots of money, like yeah. Steve Jobs money type oh, well. of situation. I
2: want it every day. I'd probably spend it to actually fight my pancreatic cancer if that was the case instead of using crystals,
1: but okay. that's just me. Sorry. Uh, Anyways, uh, <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve Ballmer money then. Like, okay, I mean, okay.
2: I, 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 All right, pick Sorry. another
1: Steve. Melinda Gates type money. Gotcha. Um, And you had to buy a franchise, a sports franchise in the Midwest. So let's say from like Indiana to uh, like Vegas ish, Mm -hmm. you know, but not the coast. You can't do the Yankees. You can't do the Dodgers. You can't do, you know what I mean? Like you can't do the Rams, anything like that. But like somewhere in the Midwest and you had, and like you were like, your dream was to buy one and this franchise came up for sale. Which one would be the one where you're like, gotta have them? Okay, so we
2: can pick Minnesota teams if we wanted to. If you want to, all right. I think I would. You know gosh, you I don't know. Maybe I'd maybe I'd own the Cubs. Like, wouldn't it be awesome to own the Cubs and like spend a bunch of time in Chicago? Um, you know, good history there. You could like be the one that actually builds a new Wrigley Field because Wrigley Field sucks. They would never have. That would never happen.
0: <laughs> I it's- don't know. That's what I, I mean.
2: Or, yeah, or the Vikings? It's just the Vikings, I suppose. But
0: it has to be in the Midwest. Yeah. Um. Okay, I mean, the Vikings are my obvious pick. Like mm-hmm. I'd say it, almost every day of my life, I think, man, if I just became a billionaire, I would try to buy the Vikings or the Arsenal. Well,
1: but the money, all- the money is not an issue with the Vikings.
0: No, no, no. Um, so if I can't pick the Vikings, I'm still sticking with an NFL team. i probably pick the Chiefs. Because I hate the Bears and the Packers and the Lions. And the Midwest is pretty like small area. I would never want to live in Indiana or Ohio as long as I live. Um, but you want to yeah. live in
1: Missouri?
2: Yeah, um, you're going to live in Missouri or Kansas. Not is really? There. Not really. Um, no. I mean,
0: can I go? Can I buy the Denver Broncos? I'd rather own I that.
2: Think so I think that's fine, isn't it? That's yeah. It's not a coast. Yeah, maybe no. I buy the Denver Broncos. It's pretty that's actually a great answer.
0: Um, I just can't believe Jim didn't actually honestly answer this question. We all know you'd buy the Timberwolves. Like, what are you talking about?
2: Well, no, because I want to get something worth something, dude. Yeah, but if you were a good owner, it could be worth something. Ooh, it's a good investment. I do think that for anybody, whether it's A-Rod or anybody else, it is a good investment. It's cheap and all they have to be is not the worst team to make money. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Ryan, what about you? I was thinking the Cubs as well, um, just because I think I would not try and build a new stadium because they've done they've done so much renovation around Wrigley Field and there's so many like restaurants and built up that whole area. Okay, you, you know the area way better to, than I do. Yeah, you don't really need to, and the the fans are very like forgiving. Like you can do almost anything with the Chicago Cubs, and the, it'll still be sold out. of the time, like, Mm -hmm. um, same with like, I know Eric said no no to Ohio, but like, if you bought the Browns, like almost no matter what you did, those idiots are still going to like continue to sell at the stadium. And, you know, even if you have like a halfway decent product on the field, they're still going to, you know, show up and you're going to make tons of money out of it. So, um, but I really think like if the opportunity came like to buy a franchise, like the Steelers, I think would be probably your best financial bet Mm. overall. Because there's a lot of history there. Um, they seem to always be able to find like winning talent and coaches for 60 years straight. Almost. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's kind of crazy. But yeah, um, I think I would go with the Cubs. That's a uh, hey, good question, man. And then how the fuck
2: I picked the Cubs almost randomly and you actually had thought about it and and come, it came up. With the same it would answer.
1: be funny to, to see you as like a baseball owner.
2: Do you think that I know any more than some of these people that buy these teams? They don't have any fucking idea what they're doing either. So,
0: yeah,
2: I think I'd be in good company with ownership.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, here we go. We are uh, going into our starting lineup. Phil Mickelson won the PGA, as I was called, the PGA tournament. PGA championship. Why is that the name? What a stupid name. What does the the Masters mean? The U.S. Open. What's the other one? The British Open. These are all good. And then they're like, I'll just name one the PGA.
2: Yeah, I don't get it. boo. If you're looking for a reaction for me, I just don't.
0: He wins it. Uh, Oldest player to ever win a major, um, Phil Mickelson. First thing that comes to mind when you think of Phil Mickelson. Gambling debt. i was gonna say massive calves but i don't know about this gambling debt i want to know more now
1: okay how do you well how do you know more about his calves than his gambling debt
0: twitter man they had a whole day where phil mickelson's jacked ass calves were like a story
2: wow johnny is it uh drama johnny drama what's his name yeah From From entourage? Entourage? yeah wouldn't he he'd be hella jealous dude of those phil
1: mickelson calves dude look at my calves bro yeah (laughs)
0: um yeah i I mean does this move the needle for you ryan you like golf more than anyone here
1: it was fun like to see you know this was like tiger winning the masters a couple years ago right i mean all of the the phil fans had a lot of like pent up energy um you know the, the the crowds at augusta when tiger was you know marching to the finish line were just absolute insanity i thought it was i thought it was cool like you know Nothing against like the, the other players that you know win majors, but Phil is kind of like a beloved action figure in the golf world for sport. Jesus Christ, those things are huge! Yeah. Eric is showing us a picture of his calves, they're massive.
0: Phil Mickelson's calves are ridiculous, they, they look, look like
1: it, brown socks
2: stuffed with golf balls. They look like they look like implants. Why does he need anyway. calves like that? Does that help get some power on the drives?
1: I don't know, man. Well, well remember when Phil, Phil used to be a little pudgy. And then he got, you know, he got himself back in shape so he could play. He could continue to play golf because he was having like back issues. And so he lost a bunch of weight and he was focused, man. Like the, the course was very, very difficult and hard and windy and good for him. Good for good Phil. For he's a he's a beloved uh, sports figure that, you know, no matter what he does, everyone's going to love him. Um, he, he's lefty, you know, all that stuff. And so it was cool. It was a cool moment. Okay. I support and it. 50, he, he's 50. And He's almost fifty-one. Tournament. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's uh, you know um, inspiring. That just tells you that golf is not a sport; it's a recreational activity. Yeah, Maybe just you like can baseball. win a fifty as well. There's no fifty-year-olds playing baseball.
2: They, oh, there could be. You can't tell me I mean, if how you were, if, if, it's, if you wear a belt, then it's a fucking game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder signed for their third fight, the trilogy fight. Deontay Wilder hasn't won a fight yet. In this, so I don't think there's any need for this. This sucks. Everybody wanted uh Joshua versus Fury, the two Brits, to duke it out. Um, for whatever reason, they couldn't get it signed, and instead, we get Wilder Fury 3. I don't care.
2: So, you think that Fury is just going to beat his ass again? No, I mean, Wilder was like the favorite in the last one, right? And then he got kind of Fury with the upset, really.
0: Oh, Fury just beat the piss out of him in the last one, but um, I think Fury is the favorite for sure. It could go either way. Um, I just don't care. It's just like uh, boxing. Like we said, I'm more interested in Jake Paul and Logan Paul fighting people than I am in Tyson Fury versus. So you're Jackson.
2: more into the Mayweather fight with Logan Paul.
0: Times ten, even though I know it's gonna, that if I pay for it, I'm going to regret it.
2: You, sh- yeah, don't pay for it. Split I, it with me.
0: I think we're paying for it. <laughs> 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 Put them on the same ticket Then I'm in I'm going to hate watch it You know I'm just going to be like Oh this is so stupid Why do we pay for this But like it's going to be An electric night And oh, then we God.
1: could We could make that part of
0: our Steam or stream segment For uh the screencast There we go Um all right, let's move on. I, we don't like boxing unless it's celebrity boxing. Huge. We don't really
2: like golf or boxing, but we you know we talk about it anyways because we're fucking troopers.
0: You know my favorite golfing event though. Um, it was an event where it was Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Celebrity golf, celebrity boxing. That's where I'm wow. at. I think, and, the,
1: and the best part was was like when they were warming up and it was like raining and they were interviewing like Peyton Manning like how do you get in Tom Brady's head for something like this and he's like you know he's, he's pretty resilient how do you get he's like uh maybe you bring Eli you know uh maybe he's my caddy maybe you bring Nick Foles you know like, so like, like, like that was so great like Peyton Manning is so good like off the cuff with that kind of stuff he's really funny all
0: right uh Seven medical professionals have been charged with murder in the death of famous Argentinian soccer player, Maradona. I don't know how many celebrities I'm going to call him a celebrity. I don't know how many celebrities in the world I liked less than Maradona. Really? This dude was really? such a pile of shit. I, <laughs> I literally, every time I saw him, he seemed like the fakest fucking guy ever. <laughs> And, like, I feel like he's tied to, like, organized crime in Argentina, and that's why seven doctors are going to get charged with killing him.
2: I and, also thought it was a little shady, because he's old, and he's he
0: was, like, fat, and he didn't look old, healthy. He's, like, the most – he's, like, Tony Montana. Like, he's, like, known for being a fucking cokehead.
1: Okay. Eric, you saw you saw the video of them some but some handler bringing cocaine into like uh like not it's not called a dugout but like where like the soccer managers sit and like slipping him a little rolled up piece of paper and then realizing that the cameras were on him and then like six dudes immediately like formed a half circle so around bad. Maradona so he could just snort coke on the sideline of like an Argentina match. Just absolutely insane. And He's not only great, not really that, he, sco- he scored like the goal in the World Cup that made him famous with his hand. Yeah. He didn't even head it in. He jumped up and the ball hit off of his hand as he was jumping up. The refs didn't see it. They called it a good goal. And so then it was deemed to be called the hand of God. And, you know, God wanted Argentina to win the World Cup, the even went. though he... Uh, and he, he wow. it literally... The the still shot is the ball hitting his fist and going into the net. Yeah. Okay. I had no idea.
2: You guys had such strong... I didn't know much about this guy. When I When I first heard this story, I was like, all right, so people in Argentina are so obsessed with this guy that he's like almost godlike, and there you go, hand of God, okay, his hand is of God's, that he couldn't just die. He wouldn't just die. So if he died... It must be because doctors failed him or killed him. Um now I think that like after talking with you guys a little bit, it's probably more of a Michael Jackson situation. Pretty Michael Jackson you know, kind of thing. Dude, yeah. as a doctor And you're kind of like, there's a lot of shady ass doctors too, right? There's great doctors. There's bad doctors. What's a better gig than just like getting paid a ton of money to prescribe some famous person, whatever they want. So that's probably what happened is that they loved their jobs and just wanted to keep him happy and gave him the drugs that he told them that he liked, Um, which, yeah, I guess you go to jail for that.
0: Maradona is like, just imagine it like this. Imagine like if in 40 years, um, uh, uh, Ronaldo and Messi were still very famous, right? 40 years from now. And they, they go to all of the Argentina and, and, uh, Portugal matches and they're world famous and beloved by their fans. You know, it could happen. Um, sure. but one of them will say, um, just because it's Argentina, we'll say, um, Ronaldo is like Pele, right? He's like, you know, beloved by everyone. His name is world renowned. And then, Messi is just a fucking asshole cokehead who's had a forty year old forty year coke addiction and yeah. is constantly filmed like fucking out of his fucking mind. At- well, what
1: was it the world the the two thousand eighteen World Cup <laughs> where he was he, he- hammered during yeah. the Argentina match so much so that security had to come be like, dude, yeah, you're super famous and this is Argentina and you're crossing a line, yeah, like you got <laughs> we got to get you out of here like now.
0: All right, guys, it's tournament time, okay? We're going to keep it with soccer here. Uh, there's a push right now to move the World Cup to every two years. Now, at first, I thought to myself, no, the World Cup is sacred. It should only be every four years. And then, you know what I thought? Fuck it. Give me the World Cup every two years. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I'm all about it. The more they they the World Cup is sweet. Every two years is fine. This four-year Olympic cycle thing is stupid anyways. So I'm all for it. Give it to me the World Cup every two years. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, I I get a vote on this and I vote yes. Why Mm -hmm. not? Two years, it still feels special. Maybe Mm -hmm. not as special. But now that I'm more into soccer anyways... I will actually be more into it every two years than I would every four because I just care more. I'm know i going to know more players. The people that actually get into this will be just as into it every two years as every four. And then there's a lot of players out there that, like, you know, they're getting to their prime. They live their prime out. And then, you know, four years later, they're on the decline, and they're not getting to compete. You know, they're just missing their windows.
0: I'm not saying that this guy is – is um super deserving uh, i'm not saying he's a superstar player there's this player for arsenal named theo walcott and he played as a teenager for southampton and he was this english just speedster and he was for for, for a time he was a very good like english international and premier league player and he was bought for pretty big money as a teenager from Southampton to Arsenal. And he made the World Cup roster for England as a 19-year-old and didn't really play because he was 19. But he made the team as a 19-year-old. Then, as he was supposed to be entering his prime as a 23-year-old, he tore up his knee right before the World Cup and missed the World Cup. And then the next time the World Cup came around, he was 27, almost 28. And Funny. he was like aged out of the World Cup. And so I think it is there is something to that. Like there are just guys who just kind of miss. The window maybe they get to play in it once or maybe they're too young once and then you know by the time they get back they're they're a little past what they were and Mm -hmm. so every two years would be wonderful um they already have the euro tournament every two years in between anyways um You know, maybe the Euros goes to uh, every four year thing or every other year. Who knows what it is, but Mm -hmm. they make it so there's more tournaments, more sports, the better. And maybe we get rid of some of these like trash competitions like the Carabao Cup. And instead we get more international stuff. Please, God, get rid of the Carabao Cup.
2: Or, hey, why can't I get why can't I try a Carabao energy drink? I want to try this shit. They got their own cup. They do. I want it imported. I want to try I bet Eric, it's
1: trash, you, but I you, want to try did it. Did you try it in when you were in England, running around, yeah. trying to get your Arsenal tickets, sprinting back and forth between no, clubs I and
0: was, the Emirates? Was, uh, the coffee shop, Carabao. <laughs> Carabao. Carabao, yeah. It's one of my favorites. You know it's local? Carabao Coffee, right here in Minnesota. All right. Uh, another um, tournament idea. The NBA Mid-Season Tournament is becoming more of a thing. And after what could only be described as a massive success of the play-in tournament, um, especially Warriors-Lakers, which was one of the – it was the most-watched NBA game on ESPN since 2019. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the, the less traditional NBA, uh, the more, like, creative NBA, I'm all for it.
2: Mm-hmm. So what would this it look like? So it would be, like, right before kind of that all-star break area – um, and would it be every team in the league would play?
0: I think that what they want it to be is every team, but I think what they want it to be is like an automatic bid for like the winner or the two winners um, into the playoffs. So maybe an East and a West team each win, and then they get an automatic bid. And so I think like the idea is that like maybe a team who is – first in the league you know you're the bucks you're the sixers you're the lakers you're the clippers you're whoever Mm -hmm. you might kind of rest yourself and take an old extended break and just lose or play the young guys but like bad teams might be fighting for their lives as their only chance or
1: or even like like teams that are like an eight nine ten seed Mm -hmm. yeah that are they're like on the cusp of like man we we actually think we're pretty decent so let's try really hard in this um the the scenario that i read is that there is it's going to be very similar to soccer in that there is going to be some pool play. So it's going to be like, you know, you have your groups of of four and you're going to play within that group of four, one game against each team. And then that's gonna determine your seed in the 16 team, you know, tournament. And then you're gonna play your regular season games, but then at some point on a Wednesday, you're gonna play you know, it's going to be Knicks versus Spurs for, sure. you know, yeah, that's great. That is
2: fantastic. Okay. So, do those games also count towards their season record and, and uh, that shit? Nah, it's separate.
1: I, I think, I hope so. so. It, not only is it incentivized for the, the, the you know, mid table or uh, I'm using soccer terms or, you know, bottom of the table teams, but then there's also like a, you know, the uh, silver had mentioned there's going to be a financial aspect to this, like a million dollars a player to the winning team kind of thing like that's all oh. you know that's a pretty big deal as well so um i think this could absolutely absolutely work if they eliminated some regular season games so that well,
2: you know this year they had 10 less and i don't think anybody had a huge problem with it
1: no nobody fuel. but the owners
2: yeah right <laughs> okay
1: that's fair but, but let's say we let's say we take 10 games off the schedule but you add you know 10 to 12 games of pool play and potential elimination tournament games who wouldn't watch the potential, like the midseason Lakers versus Celtics tournament finale. Like that would be epic. It'd be yeah. epic. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, dude, I'd, like Eric said with the, the play in was really, really fun. And, you know, ultimately maybe it doesn't mean that much because you know, these seven and eight seeds, except maybe the Lakers, which we'll get into, um, which is a very different deal. Um, rarely have a chance. But I can see how this is different and it would actually mean more and it would be a bigger deal and it would, you know, more games involved. So, dude, you know, I'm into it. You know, I'm into anything, anything basketball, anything NBA. They kill it every time. They don't really fuck well, up.
1: And just imagine like, you know, even if it's like mid-market teams, like you had like Memphis against Oklahoma City or, you know, something where they were, you know, in the group of death, but they somehow survived it. And then just kept winning these single elimination games. That would be so fun. Like, do something different. And I, I, I mentioned this off the pod. Like, if 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 Major League if, if this proposal was mentioned to Major League Baseball and they were like, no, we would never do this. This sounds like a terrible idea. The NBA should be like, absolutely. We should 100% do this. If yeah. Major League Baseball hates it, we should do it 1,000%. The people will love it. <laughs> yeah, right,
0: I'm going to sell you. Give me a moment here to sell you guys on another tournament, okay?
1: Oh god! Four tournaments? You hate the NCAA tournament, but you want tournaments in every other sport.
0: So here is an NCAA tournament. I'm going to try to sell you guys on. Okay. Currently, right now, uh, is the NCAA men's lacrosse tournament, and boy, oh boy, is it exciting! All right. So I'm going to sell you on why you should. Is it on ESPN 12 or where do you find that? It's on ESPN. It'll be on ESPN next weekend. Okay. Um. So here you go. You go. Uh, they're in the semifinals right now and the semis will be played on Saturday. And then, the, the championship is always played on Memorial day. Okay. Uh, there's another game
1: happening that day. I'll probably
0: be, well, oh, no, I'm just <laughs> So here you go. Um, this is what happened today in this, in the, uh, the quarterfinals. Uh, you had the only game that wasn't a good game was four seed Virginia massacred five seed Georgetown 14 to three. Okay but your other 3 games. North Carolina the 1 seed beat Rutgers 12 to 11 in overtime. The 3 seed Maryland beat 6 seed Notre Dame 14 to 13 in overtime. And the 2 seed Duke beat Loyola Maryland 10 to 9 in overtime. This is one of the most exciting tournaments in the world. It's a sport that you have no idea what you're watching, so you should watch it with me. I will sit down with you. Yeah. You will watch a game together and you'll be like, oh my goodness, it's kind of a combination of all my favorite sports. It's way better than the PLL, even though I currently am wearing a PLL sweatshirt. The college division one lacrosse is such a great sport. And it's all programs that you've heard of. North Carolina versus Virginia and Maryland versus Duke. Are your your quarterfinal your semifinal matchups next weekend, and it is fantastic. It is a Memorial Day weekend tradition, and every year my team, I'm a high school lacrosse coach. Every year my team watches the national championship together, and we like get food, and we always watch it on Memorial Day. So I love so it. So what you're saying is, hold on, we got a Big Ten team in there. We do Maryland. They're undefeated. They're the only undefeated team in the country. Let's go got Maryland, to
1: take some
2: lacrosse baby.
0: And they have Bernhardt, yeah. uh, who is the number one player in the country, leading goal scorer, former uh, Division One quarterback, who is just eating up the whole league. So I'm telling you, so he, he was
1: so he was so good at
0: quarterback. It's such a good athlete. He decided I'm going the cross where I can't go pro. Well, I think that he was he was gonna go play football, got a full ride to go to Maryland instead of some trash D1 school. Then was so is such a good athlete that now football schools are coming back in for him, but he has to decide like, do I want to be a trash football player or the best lacrosse player?
2: That is a tough decision. Yeah. It's I'd a, say trash football all day.
0: He might. You might say that. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, give it a try next weekend, Saturday and Monday. It's gonna be awesome. It's a great tournament. The games are really close. And when you get to this level, like they do such a good job explaining what's going on that I think anyone would enjoy it. So there you go. That's my pitch for the NCAA men's lacrosse tournament. Pick a team that you want to win it. I'm cheering for um I'm cheering for Maryland, the Big Ten yeah. team. I think, Let's that go
2: Terps. I think I would as well. All right. Well, that's cool. I think you, I mean, I'm not sure. I'll probably forget. You're going to have to remind me.
0: Like if you text me and say, Hey, yeah. this channel on your TV, yeah. t- tune it in. I will. Yeah. Number one seed, North Carolina versus four seed, Virginia. All the favorites made it to the final four for the first time ever. One Virginia or one North Carolina versus four, Virginia Two Duke versus three, Maryland. Okay. Perfect. All Beautiful. right. Cool. Next up the NBA playoffs. Here we go. Um, I don't know if I care about any team that's in the playoffs at all. Uh, And that kind of sucks.
2: Well, what do you mean? I mean, I care. I just don't have one that I like support and want to win. But I like I want to see how these superstars react to winning or losing and how they interact with each other and, you know, how they perform. All those things are very interesting.
0: For sure, the NBA playoffs are awesome. And, like, I hope we get a finals that's full of star players. Um, That's the only thing that is difficult about the NBA is, like, you want all these teams to do well, these kind of starless teams, like the Jazz and the Suns. And I just, you know, I know Booker and and, uh, uh, Gobert and Chris Paul and um, what's the guy I can't think of, Donovan Mitchell. You know, I know that they're great players, but they are not top 10 players in the world. And so you kinda want these teams to do well, but in reality, I just want to see LeBron and A D and Giannis and you know Mm -hmm. why Chris
1: Chris Middleton. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Grant and and Harden and all these guys. That's you know, Embiid. That's who you really want to see. And so Mm -hmm. I just I kind of feel like it's just biding my time to get to a place where all the superstars kind of have to play each other.
1: Well and this is this is I don't want to go back to this too long. This is again why something like a midseason tournament would absolutely play so well in the NBA. Yeah. Because that, that's, that's when you could root for the Donovan Mitchells for the Rudy Gobert's, etc. you know, Devin Booker's the guys that don't have the national name recognition, like the guys Eric mentioned that could maybe turn the franchise around like in a crazy way. Like uh, we were on the cusp of a nine, 10 seed, maybe 11, but we won the Eastern Conference in season tournament. So we're in, you know, we're the automatic seven seed, you know, or whatever the, whatever, how it, however it shakes out. And mm. I think that would be super cool. But I, I agree with Eric for the most part that whoever reaches the finals, I just want to see the best players. Like I want to see the Nets. I want to see the
2: Lakers. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, if you want to see the Lakers, you better watch them in these next three games because I think they're going to lose all three. You're calling <laughs> a
1: sweep? <laughs>
2: no, I'm not calling a sweep, but I'm saying the Nuggets beat the Lakers today, and it didn't the look that. The Suns or the Suns? Yeah, the Suns beat the Lakers today, and it didn't look that difficult. Um, I think that AD is uh, isn't really doing much out there, and LeBron, as much as he's a game manager and makes these clutch plays, you know, he he doesn't necessarily even put up over 20 points, um, you know, every game, so. I'm just saying, you guys, if you want to watch the Lakers and the superstars and Lakers, you might need to start now.
0: I think the Lakers win that series easy still.
2: I know. And that's probably what's going to happen. I just think it's really exciting that the Suns won. And, I, you know, for fun, I'm calling the Suns to win.
0: I mean, but do you want the Suns in the finals more than you want the Lakers in the finals? Like, just as a fan of the game?
2: Um, yes, I think I, I do as a fan of the game. Yeah, I mean, I've seen these guys. And yeah, I want to go see LeBron go win another title. That's great. But do I want to see the Lakers win a title? No. Do I want to see a smaller market team go make a big dent? And I'm probably going to watch almost all of it anyways. Um, You know, I don't necessarily need it to be, you know, the Nets versus the Lakers for me to watch every game of the finals. I will probably watch it regardless. And I would love to see, you know, like some of these teams like Phoenix and Utah And Denver that did really fucking well this year, go find some actual success and not just get pounded out by the superstars that were resting and sitting people and didn't care about their, their regular season record or their seating. Um, That's what I'd like to
1: see.
0: Yeah. I just think that like all that people really want to watch is like the big stars duke it out. And so Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I just, I like the NBA playoffs. I like it a lot more than the NHL and we'll hop into the NHL here um, in a second. Um, where the NHL seems like they are clueless on like who actually watches the playoffs. Um, the NBA knows that they want, we want the stars. Um, it sucks when you don't have a team where all the stars congregate, uh, but just like when it comes to what is must watch TV, it's like LeBron versus the Nets mm-hmm. is like appointment.
1: view. Yeah. But that I mean, at, at a certain point that also then feels a little rigged and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, the teams with the best players that win have it rigged in their favor, but they were assembled. This is, this is back to the super team argument, mm-hmm. which I think Eric has flip-flopped on a couple times. He's very against it, but then he wants to see the teams that have the most superstars in the finals. So that kind of flies in the face of that. So it, it feels a little uh, predetermined at that point. So then the playoffs don't feel as necessary in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're like, well, they already have the five best players and these, this team's got the four best players in the East and this team's got, you know, three in the West, etc. So So uh, why do we even have these? Why, 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 if, if this is already going to be a, a four to one, you know, victory kind of coast through, what's the point of even the playoffs? So um, I think the, the argument can go both ways. I, I, I agree with Eric that, Uh, You know, you'd love this. You'd love to see the, you know, the prime warriors from three years ago versus this Nets team now, you know, kind of situation like that. That would be awesome. Um, But I get the but I I don't think the man, it's so hard because like the underdog in the NFL is so appealing. Right. But, you know, like when Ryan Tannehill and and Travis Henry were like dominating and they're like, oh, my God, they they might end up going to, you know, the the Super Bowl and um, just kind of ends up. You know, fizzling out at the end, but it was like a super fun run. But like in the NBA, if you're like, oh, yeah, the, the, the Devin Booker led sons with, you know, DeAndre Ayton and uh, a, a handful of also Rands and Chris Paul, like, does that have the same appeal? I don't know. I think it's fun. But if they win, I don't think that's what the NBA wants. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. They
2: really don't, but yeah. um, it w- I think it would be ultimately good for the league uh, and just, you know, markets that, like, I want the Bucks to win. Like, if I'm rooting for a team, I want the Bucks to win. Even if, if we don't like Wisconsin, they are pretty much, um, you know, a, a similar size market team. It'd be good for the Wolves. Oh,
1: Wisconsin! I want the Nuggets to win.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm cheering for the Nuggets, too.
0: All right, so uh, the Wild are dead. Dead in the water. What the hell? I was feeling so excited after game one and the first period of game two. I was like, the series is over. Wild Wild ones are way better. They're way better. And then since then, they've been absolutely throttled in the last eight periods. I mean, just. It's
1: it's literally since
0: the third goal that
1: was overturned. On the offside for Eric Seneck, oh, It has been a completely different series.
0: It's been an absolute slaughter since then. It hasn't Blood been. Bath. And the worst thing is, is like, we've watched this series so many different times. You know, like just so many seasons, this exact season series has happened. Four, Literally. Four goals. You know, it's just like, this team... For everything that they do well, I mean, they have just a whole bunch of grinders. They play four lines pretty evenly. They're a good defensive team. They've gotten good goaltending. You know, they're decently well-coached. Like, there's a lot to like about the team, but when it really comes down to it, they have one goal scorer. And in the playoffs, if you only have one goal scorer, a team can just take that person out of the game. And so what they've done is they've just dared the Wild to have literally any other guy be dangerous. And Eric Snack has tried to answer that call, but they have really needed Kevin Fiala to step up and, like, be a threat. And he just can Well, all, all of the other guys, Fiala, Foligno, Vegas is content to be like,
1: uh, we're going to have Ryan Suter shoot 10 times a game and not There's- give a –
0: Fuck. Yeah, they're just like Kaprizov will <laughs> not beat us. So, do you have any other offensive players, Wild? And we're like, no,
2: not really. I Me, mean, I, th- I think we thought we did though, right? Like when you watch the regular season,
0: I, I, it's just like like in the NHL. If you're really a shallow team in the playoffs, a team, especially away from home or especially at home, um, can take a player out of the game if they want to. They can. They can just say anyone other than Connor McDavid, they can pretty much take out of the game at this point, even Ovechkin or Crosby or, or McKinnon or any of these guys who are really great players, they could take them out of the game if they want to. And so, the Wild have favorable matchups for a bunch of their lines, just not that Kaprizov line, and those lines are doing nothing at all. They're doing nothing, and we thought that Fiala was a big offensive guy. Him having zero points through four games is really disheartening. Um, Greenway looks like more of a bit piece player. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just there just isn't enough there, and so. Well, and the
1: other the other thing I noticed is that Vegas's players are a lot bigger than most of the wild players. Yeah. And so any any time we're we're passing the puck, they're absolutely like just demolishing our guys into the boards, like hitting them to the point where you can see by the third period, they don't even want the puck. Like the wild players, they're like, I'm just gonna get fucking killed again. I don't want this. Like get it out of my get it out of my stick as quickly as possible. Um, instead of like kind of hanging in there and like making the right pass even though you're gonna get bludgeoned. I think that the the Golden Knights have realized um, it's a smaller team and we're just going to pound them and pound them into the boards and hit them every single time they have the puck. And we don't have guys that can really do that. We have like two or three guys. They
0: have eight and it's, it shows and
1: it's, it's kind of rough to watch. It's been
0: hard. Also the NHL. I'm just so sick of the NHL being just idiots. Like it's like, they don't pay attention to who actually watches hockey. And that drives me nuts. Like every time every time they're like does vegas have the best fans in the NHL i'm like vegas has been around for four fucking years no they don't they don't have Did v- they say that? They constantly act like vegas is the best atmosphere in all of sports it's like i think that you guys have such shit ratings because you don't understand who actually watches your content like mm-hmm. they should be pumping up their um canada teams the wild uh the The Blackhawks, who didn't really need it, but yeah. The Red Wings, maybe some some of those Northeast teams. Instead, they're like, we have great hockey. Can't wait for a Stanley Cup matchup of the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Carolina Hurricanes as they take on the Vegas Golden Knights. It's just like, you guys are so stupid. No one watches any of these teams. They don't have fans. So I just think like the just absolute – constant dick sucking by the fucking NHL announcers of the Vegas team is just <laughs> obnoxious for me. it is
1: obnoxious and it's noticeable
0: ah, like it's the, so- the NBC
1: crew is like boy uh like when Kaprizov got called for a trip like he had stuck his stick out and the guy picked up his skate and put it on top of the stick like the tip and then like flailed like a soccer player and I, I mean that like you know, like falling on the ground, like making a big show of it. And the, the announcer like, wow, that's the right call. He definitely stuck his stick out there. Like, good he had a stick out. The dude stepped on it. That's not tripping. Tripping is where you like hook the stick around the dude's leg and pull backwards. Mm-hmm. Like he stepped on his stick and slipped. Like that's all it was. And they're like, oh, yeah. that's, that's definitely the right call. We've been screwed by VAR multiple times. Once to the detriment of like losing a road game which completely turned the entire series. I mean, we go up three, nothing there. I think that game is over and yeah. Vegas is like done and defeated, but they're like, Nope, we got a second life because uh, we we brought out the VAR lines and found, and then we got the, the, the goal overturned to tie it up in game four with goaltender interference, which is as dubious as it gets where our guy was just literally standing there by himself. The goalie flurry skates forward shoves our player and spins him around and they're like, nope, he was in the crease. Yeah. Cause he got shoved by the goaltender. Like I, I, I didn't understand any of those calls. Mm.
0: Yeah. The NHL sucks. They're idiots. I can't wait for them to get what They deserve Carolina versus Vegas for the title. I'm sure it'll get great ratings. It'll be like, it'll be like, Oh, and last night's Tuesday night rankings, uh, the NHL Stanley cup game three came up in 27th place on cable networks, just behind a rerun of, I love Lucy.
1: So yeah. Beat out
0: by the Cubs against the Cardinals. Oh, you know, big game theory, season four yeah.
1: rerun. Let's
2: go
0: behind mind Chris Angel rerun.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: a reference to the last pod. Love it. Hey, that's where you guys
0: who listening to both. That's where you guys. All right. Um, well, let's go into the Premier League wrap. All right. It ended with kind of a whimper, but that's okay. Because that's a whimper. It's exciting as hell. I mean, the title was decided for a few weeks. And oh, so that maybe.
2: is, yes. But top four was fun.
0: Yeah. So it ends with um, first place Man City. They win the title. Um, second place Man United. They finish in second place for the first time in, I feel, a few years. Quite a while. Yeah. Liverpool comes all the way up from the depths into third place at the end of the season. Chelsea. Has to be in the uncomfortable place of cheering for Spurs because they definitely did not take care of business today. We got lucky,
1: like I mean, as lucky as you can get that our fate rested on the shoulders of the Tottenham
0: Hotspur. Um, Leicester absolutely craps the bed with an opportunity to make it into the Champions League. I mean, there were um, two seasons at in a row.
1: Two seasons in a row. Now
0: they were sitting at three for weeks. I felt like Leicester was in the top four for thirty-eight weeks. Okay, <laughs> I said weeks. <laughs> and they, and they own goal. Their goalie own goaled it to tie it up, and then they gave up two goals at the very end of the game to lose top four. So, crazy, oh, yeah. crazy. Um, coming in fifth is Leicester. Sixth is the surprise of the season, West Ham, who had an amazing season. Seventh is Spurs, who passed their bitter rivals, Arsenal. At the last second in that game. But joke's on Spurs because they have to play in the newly formed Europa Conference.
2: And you don't want any part of that?
0: No, I'd rather have no Europe than play in the third European tournament.
2: Yeah. We're
0: like, hey, we know you have a big game against City on Saturday, but on Thursday night you're going to travel to Uzbekistan. (laughs) (laughs) I am good on that.
2: Yeah. That makes sense.
0: That's harmful to your team. Like you, and you really not-
2: need every you need every advantage to just get back in the top four for, for real. Um, and you, you know, you not having that other big tournament to worry about is probably
0: going to be a good thing. Oh, just the travel alone will be better. So yeah, I mean, the European tournament is a is it makes you money, which is great because then you can buy good players. But if you have injuries or something doesn't go right, the travel midweek and the extra game midweek is really a problem for a lot of teams in the world. You know, maybe the very tip-top teams can survive that, but most teams struggle to play twice a week against top competition.
1: It was like, you know, um, it's it's not an asterisk win, but the, the Jose Mourinho 2 sacking for Chelsea and then uh, Antonio Conte coming in after we finished 10th and there was a point in the season where we rattled off like 13 wins in a row or something like that we had no European competition with nothing mm-hmm. there was no Champions League there was no Europa League like nothing and so we didn't have that that Wednesday match you know like Eric was saying like in Shakhtar Donetsk like you know an 8 hour plane ride and you turn around the next day and fly. you know like we didn't have any of that stuff so it definitely benefits a team From a league standpoint, from a financial standpoint, it's definitely a negative.
0: Mm. Okay. All right, guys. So here were our preseason guesses. It's not going to be super exciting because they're pretty similar. Um, Both Eric and Ryan had Man City winning the title. James had Liverpool. Um, Both Eric and Ryan had Liverpool coming in second. James had Man City. So we all thought they were the top two. Um, Man City finished first, Liverpool in third. Um, Eric and Ryan both had United in third, who finished second. And uh, James had Chelsea. And then it was flipped. Eric and Ryan had Chelsea, and James had Man United. So we okay. all got top four correct.
2: So who do you think is most close?
0: Um, we all had Arsenal in fifth. who finished in eighth. Um, I would say Ryan probably is the closest because of this one. He had Leicester in sixth, where we both had Leicester in eighth. James, okay. Uh, we had we both had Spurs in seventh, though, where they did finish, and Ryan had them in tenth place. So overall, I mean, we're all pretty much in the same kind of spot pretty close actually
2: Uh uh-huh and and, to be fair Liverpool and honestly if we didn't have all these horrible injuries who knows although City is I just have to take a second and say City is a very impressive team to continue this dominate dominant winning at the consistent level they have for this long um hats off dude I don't know they're the real deal
1: I will say, I think if Jose had finished the season with Spurs, they would have finished in 10th. That was what I was banking on was, (laughs) you know, the the Jose honeymoon period being over and the the players turning on him. But Daniel Levy for Spurs got wise to that and then, uh, you know, got rid of him.
0: I will say that I kind of, I think maybe mine was the best because I did have Man City in first. I had Liverpool second and United third, who were flopped second and third. I had Chelsea in fourth, which was correct. I had Arsenal in fifth, which they were eighth. Wolves um, finished in 13th. I had them as sixth. But I did have Spurs in seventh. I had Leicester in eighth. I had Leeds, who did finish ninth, in ninth. And I had Everton in tenth, who did finish tenth. Pretty good. That's that's pretty good. When it comes to relegation, all three of us – or no, I'm sorry. Um, two of us, Ryan and Eric, both guessed Aston Villa would get relegated. They were not close to that. Um, I had I pre- correctly predicted Fulham and West Brom would go down. James also correctly predicted Fulham and West Brom would go down, but he did have Crystal Palace in twentieth place, and Ryan only got West Brom. Um, he had Aston Villa and Brighton, who both stayed up. So we all did pretty well. It was pretty close. I don't know if there could be a winner, but we all did a good. I thing. mean, how how. Hard would it be to say
1: Aston Villa was going to be worse because they literally survived by the absolute skin of their skin of their teeth, like to to stay up. The fact that they were like in Europa League contention for a great chunk of the season until yeah. Jack
0: Grealish got hurt um, was very astonishing. It was cool. It was fun. I think that's the best part about the Premier League, to be honest with you. like There's obviously cool matchups and great players, but like your West Ham, your Aston Villa, your Leicester, your teams that make that climb throughout the year is what really is fun. Well, like
1: Southampton, and then if you want to even talk about Sheffield United, last season was kind of a Cinderella of the Premier League, and they couldn't
0: do anything right this season. I mean,
1: literally nothing.
0: They spent 25 million on rain Brewster and from Liverpool and he scored zero goals. <laughs> that's that's, you, that's <laughs> like we're, again,
1: Mer- Merseyside player.
0: Yeah. They literally were like, Oh, we'll take this young kid off of Liverpool for a ton of money. And he scored zero goals and he was their striker for the year. So. And,
1: Everton was in first at some point during the season like they were doing really well Spurs were in first at a certain point like mm-hmm. Chelsea was in first at a certain point like the whole the whole was season
2: like 15th i mean they were so bad for long stretches
1: Oh City yeah. was like like early season it was like oh City is just not very good this is the yeah. year for someone to sneak in there and, and and same with Liverpool like they were struggling like yeah. it was like from like 3 seasons ago where Liverpool was so good. And then like at home against Burnley, they would shit the bed and tie zero yeah. zero. And and yeah. just, you're just like, what is going on? And that was all well, happening kind of early. That for like six weeks straight. Like, just like in like, just so incredibly frustrating. And then that, but then that's what Chelsea did at the end. Like games that were very gettable, you know, I'm not Eric, I'm not shitting on Arsenal, but like Chelsea played like garbage. Arsenal outplayed them. Uh, Aston Villa had like three opportunities to score goals, scored on two of them, and we lost and backdoored our way into Champions League thanks to Todd Hotspur. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the way I wanted to end the season. I'm happy we're you know we made top four, but Christ Almighty, was it stressful? Jesus, yeah. I mean, it was just just a horrible like Sunday. I mean, and I had I had way too much coffee and I was like shaking so it was that was bad i really
2: enjoyed it i mean liverpool just went on a really really fun run five five had to win all five and won all five miraculously at times with like that crazy header by the goalie um at the very last play of a game like three weeks ago just really really fun stuff um just went down and then to get the bonus to jump chelsea was kind of fun like we're just shooting for four but oh it landed at three why not yeah yeah for sure it was fun, man. Another fun fucking season in the books, y'all. Well, if you want to know What's how went
0: for my team, uh, they were they had the second best record since Christmas, and they finished in eighth place.
2: Yeah, so, that's how bad you were when you started. Yeah. It was not. You a had a, like a hole to climb out
0: of for sure. It was a bad time.
1: Well, we were. At, I was asking you, Eric, at the time, like going into Christmas, like should Arteta even keep his job at this point? And you said no. You oh. said he should have
0: been gone. <laughs> they should fire the whole fucking place. They think that they're gonna win people back because they brought the fucking mascot back today. Gonosaurus. Get out of Get out of here. Crazy. He's uh, the best
2: guy on the team.
0: Yeah. No, he, He's so consistent. He does a, a contest with like little kids at halftime and then they like score on him every time. That's that's it. That's so emasculating. Eric,
1: let's let's just say this. Um Eric used to be the most enthusiastic Premier League podcaster on this podcast he has since relegated himself to the third most enthusiastic premier league podcaster on this podcast and my wish for the 2021-2022 season is for the rain cloud to be lifted for arsenal to sell to spotify yes 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 <laughs> for, 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 for eric to never have to mention the words stan and cranky again Yeah, From an ownership perspective. And that happy, competitive, fun-loving, like, tiki-taka Arsenal come back to the Premier League. They rejoin the ranks. They're no longer a mid-table team that is just, like, everyone's sort of like, well, they're okay. They're not
0: great. I have guys. They spend way too
1: much money. Like, that's that's my dream for the 2021-2022 season. Because some of my most fun memories of this podcast are... Like the text exchanges, like the group chat of like debate and banter,
0: and it's been dead silent
1: with did Eric. It make, like he just, just checked when, out.
0: Did it make you sad when Arsenal scored on Chelsea, and you said, "Where's this Arsenal been all year?" And I said, "I don't know. I'm not watching."
1: <laughs> yes, yes, That's it literally did. Like heartbreaking, uh,
0: heartbreaking. That like you're not even you're not even plugged in. That's bad. I love soccer, but uh yeah, I've been burned one too many times. One too many. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, if if Spotify buys Arsenal, I will get you guys each a Spotify account for one year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sounds great, man.
0: I just want you guys to know I thought, was,
1: I thought he was gonna go with like plane ticket to Europe, but he went with the Spotify account. I'll take that too. Yeah, I just it. want
0: you guys to know that I have been making deals, all kinds of deals. I made a deal with my lacrosse team that if we make the state tournament, which I'm gonna put our chances at Not bad. That I would get, uh, you guys know those like gym rats, ice rats, whatever, rats, shirts,
2: all the same. Those ugly fucking shirts, yeah.
0: I said I would get uh, an Irondale Knights black rat tattoo. (laughs) <laughs> no, I fully support this. And I said if they win the tournament, if they won the whole state tournament, which is not You get it on your face. No, I said I would get the whole team of them. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Wow. Yeah. They
2: got something to play
1: for then. They can best- I don't think there's I don't think there's enough pickle juice in Minnesota to make that happen. But yeah. you know, stranger things have happened. Also, stranger. Jimbo, start working on the designs for the lax rats. Uh, because yeah. you might be the one doing the tattoo yeah yeah we could fire it up baby yeah we should
0: do that all right guys that's it that's all the time we have this week on the nordys podcast go back check out our last episode it was awesome we broke down mission impossible for ghost protocol we also had a couple different steamer streamer movies that you're going to want to hear about lots of news all kinds of good stuff so check that out otherwise thank you guys for listening to the nordys podcast